Hello and welcome to episode number 102 of AB's Ripping Wax Packs podcast coming to you from Searcy, Arkansas. I'm your host, Aaron Vaughn. This is the show where we rip open a wax pack every week and discuss that year and brand of card along with the players in the pack that we open. And along the way, we'll shout out some of your comments as listeners, discuss nostalgic stories about cards or players that come to mind, and spread the pure joy that comes with ripping open wax packs. Also, we have a weekly segment called Kurt Facts, where my brother Curtis researches some players from the previous episode, and he passes those interesting facts on to you. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, and most podcast platforms. New episodes drop every Thursday. Our Twitter handle is at Ripping Wax Packs. Our email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs. And on YouTube, just type in AB's Ripping Wax Packs to see the part of the podcast where we rip open the pack from the podcast. And if you type in the episode number, um, it'll get you right to that video. Uh, we're always looking to promote veterans charity, so contact us and we'd be happy to discuss either a partnership to help veterans and their families any way that we can or just to help you um, find the best way to help and donate to veterans in any way that you can. Thanks to everyone for their support. We have a special um, comment from John Stewart. He uh, asked, how do we watch your podcast? Uh, I think he meant, how do we listen to your podcast? But that's okay, John. Uh, he probably wanted to... Um, um, know where we open the pack well we open the pack on the youtube part but you can hear um so that's just like the, the part that we um open the pack only so um go to youtube to watch that if you don't want to listen to the whole podcast but if you listen to the whole podcast you might find something interesting there uh just go to any of those um uh, uh, platforms that i just mentioned uh, the most listened to are apple Podcasts and spotify but you can go to a lot of different ones and it'll be on there um, and so listen to the whole, uh, podcast, if you could, uh, that's where you find it. And, uh, he also, uh, came back and said, thank you. I appreciate it. He said, I actually won, um, last year, uh, nothing came a lot, nothing was not a lot was in the packs, but he said, I love opening junk era day packs. So he said, thanks much appreciated. So John, thank you for your support. Um, and he also said that we kind of had a little back and forth there and he said, um, he'd been in the hobby for 25 plus years. And I said, I appreciated all of, um, the people that shape card collecting and love to see when they keep collecting cards, even when the prices go up, he keeps collecting, but he, uh, enjoyed opening the junk era days packs. So, uh, thanks John for your continued support. Appreciate that. Um, this isn't the John Stewart from from TV that you're thinking of. It's a card collecting John Stewart that uh, liked uh, something on Facebook, I think, is where, where he liked us. So um, thanks for that, sir. Appreciate it. All right. Um, also, we want you to check out CV's Tend to Check Out um, podcast. Uh, this is a podcast that's also produced by Curtis and me, sharing the joy of music and hoping to help listeners discover unfamiliar bands or songs they might want to look further into. So check that out if you could. Um, this week, we will be talking about 2005 Tops. Um, and what we're going to do is um, the format this week will be to give you a little description of 2005 Tops. Then we'll have our Kurt Fax segment. Then we'll go over to YouTube and open our pack. And then we'll have our conclusion. So getting right down to it, we're going to talk about 2005 Tops. A um, little description about 2000 uh, of 2005 tops is it was a it was a 367 card 
um, first series set. So there's two sets here, and it was released in uh, two November 2004, while the 366 card second series was issued in April of 2005. And for the ninth consecutive year, this is crazy. I didn't realize it was this many years in a row. For the ninth consecutive year, in honor of Mickey Mantle, card number seven was not issued. So there's not a number seven in those cards for nine straight years. Uh, I knew there were, there were some years of that, but not nine, nine in a row so far. I guess we'll find out when we, if we do a 2006. I'm not sure if we've even done one of those yet. Uh, there were some subset cards for managers. There were first-year cards. There were prospects, season highlights, league leaders, postseason, AL and NL All-Stars. Um, team cards, first-year players, multiplayer prospect cards, award winners, and World Series cards. Those were all included in the set. In addition, card number 368, which was not on the original checklist for some reason, uh, was later included to honor the Boston Red Sox World, Ch World uh, Championship. Uh, for the second straight year, Tops is the exclusive home of Barry Bonds card. So kind of made me think of um, how they used to sign contracts in like the old days. Mickey Mantle had a run of, um, he started with a 1951 Bowman card. Um, that's actually his rookie card, but then Topps came out in 1952, so that's his 1952 Topps rookie, and it's actually worth more because of a whole story that we've talked about before of how rare those uh, that second, the high series cards were, um, but also because it's Mickey Mantle. Um, but um, he had a 1952 and 1953 um, Topps, and then he was exclusive, Mickey Mantle was, to... In 54 and 50, 55, he had Bowman only. Um, so he had like a 51, 52, 53, 54, and 55 Bowman. I mean, he also had a 1952 and 53 tops, but then he was just exclusive for 54 and 55 Bowman. So he doesn't have a tops 54, 55, if that makes sense. And then Bowman, I don't know if tops bought them out at that point, but then there wasn't Bowman for a while. I believe, um, because he just has a 54, 55. And then he has a, after 50, from 56 on, Mantle has a 56 up to like 69 is the, f the final uh, year, I think, that he has a card. So, so it kind of reminded me of that. I didn't realize that Barry Bonds only had Topps cards because there were so many different cards at this point in 2005. It says, for the second straight year, Topps is the exclusive home of Barry Bonds cards. Because he was hot at the time. A lot of people don't like him now because of all the stuff that has to do with steroids. I still think one of the best players ever. Yeah, I know there's going to be goods and bads about that, but that guy could play. Um, so if, if I'm wrong, somebody let me know if that if I'm wrong about that. He only had tops cards, so and there were different types of tops cards. But so this year he was it was a exclusive home of Barry Bonds cards. Series one features the last of the Montreal Expos cards, while series two has the first cards of the Washington Nationals. Rookie cards include Justin Verlander, Ian Kinsler, Billy Butler, Andre Ethier, and Melky Cabrera. So the Verlander's a pretty good one. I think we have a Series 1 pack, and I think that card's like number 677, so he wouldn't be in the first series anyway, I believe. Um, distribution, hobby retail, 36 packs per box, 10 cards per pack, 2 bucks a pack. Wow. HTA, uh, 12 packs per box, thirteen or 35 cards per pack, and $5 for one of those packs. A lot of inserts in this one. You know, we were, we were deep into the inserts by now in 2005. A lot of uh, jersey relics and different things like Hobby Masters, 
grudge match printing plates. I don't know what these all are, but they give a lot of the odds online of getting these in a pack. Um, and um, there are different things in Series 1 and 2. Um, a big one, I think, at the time was Barry Bonds' chase to 715. He was getting ready to pass that. So it um, looks like there's one of those type of cards there. And Barry Bonds' MVP autograph, jersey relics, things like that. A-Rod was big at the time, spokesman autographs. Um, and what I wanted to find, I thought this was really cool, um, were, and I named the episode this, World Series Cut Signatures. I mean, I'm not, I'm not World Series. Uh, forgive me, World Treasures Cut Signatures. And they're really hard to find, but I was just reading a little bit about them. I thought that was really cool. And what World uh, Treasures Cut Signatures are, um, as I'm looking here online, it shows some of those. Oh, actually, it doesn't show those. It just talks about them a little bit. And uh, i got to find them here. It says, um, World Treasures Cut Signatures um, are actually in... They're exclusive to Series 1 packs. It's a one-of-one. One. So you find one of these, it's one out of one, I guess, which is really hard to find. So we're probably not going to find it, but I just thought I'd call the episode that because that would be really cool to find. And it has different people from history on it. World Treasures Cut Signatures. So there's like one of Boris Yeltsin. Yeltsin. There's one of Bill Clinton. There's um, Harry Truman, Jimmy Carter, John Kennedy, I mean, there's some really cool things. I mean, Mikhail Gorbachev, and if you look them up, there's just some Thorogood Marshall, um, Winston Churchill. I'd love to find one of those. I, I'm a history buff. I love that. So if we'd find one of those, it'd be great. If not, look them up, see if you can um, find them online and just see what they're worth. I look at eBay um, sold and to kind of see what they're worth and just to get a look at them. Uh, I don't see one on here. They don't have a picture, but I haven't looked up on eBay. But I would love to get one of those. That would be so cool. And they are in Series 1 packs, so we're going to look up those today. So um, that's a little bit of a description. Um, you can always check it out more online to see uh, what the cards look like. I'll always describe, but it doesn't do as good of a job as if you watch the YouTube segment or um, look it up yourself and look up a little bit more about 2005 Tops. So it's a little description of 2005 Tops. Now we're going to turn it over to Curtis, and here is another amazing uh, segment of Kurt Facts. Take it away, Kurt. All right, it's time again for another edition of Kurt Facts. Uh, we're back to doing some throwback players, and so Josh Gibson was uh, chosen as the special throwback player for this uh, edition of Kurt Facts. Because he never played in the major leagues due to the racism of his era, it is hard to know what his true stats were. However, many major league players of the time, along with teammates from his playing days in the Ligro, Dominican, Mexican, and Puerto Rico leagues, described him as the Black Babe Ruth for his tremendous power hitting and also described him as the best catcher, defensive catcher of his day. His playing days were from 1930 to 1946. By some accounts, he hit close to 800 homers, but one record that, the, that MLB does count is his 466 batting average in 1943, which stands as the second highest single season major league average of all time. Keep in mind that in those days, Negro League teams only played a small, possibly 35 to 50 league game schedule so that they could schedule barnstorming events where they went across the country um, playing semi-pro teams and actually making more money that way. But that those uh, stats, that's why his stats are so high, but a lot of them are not considered to be against top competition. 
Um, it is reported that he once hit a ball off the top of the back wall in center field in Yankee Stadium, estimated to have traveled 580 feet. He also is the only player ever to hit a fair ball completely out of Yankee Stadium. Statistical analysis by the Special Committee of the Negro Leagues for the Hall of Fame says that he hit one homer per every 10 at-bats, which is at least as good as all the top home run hitters of of. of the Major League Baseball common era. He would likely have played longer, but in 1943, he was diagnosed with a brain tumor. He continued to play baseball after that, but in 1947, he suffered a stroke and he died at the age of 35. In 1972, he, he became the second player from the Negro Leagues to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. And then from the uh, packs that were pulled last week, the 2022 Tops Archive packs, I've actually got three shortstops here. It was interesting to me that uh, three shortstops were pulled that um, have kind of had similar uh, careers so far. So Frankie Lindor was pulled, and he is currently the shortstop for the New York Mets. Nicknamed Mr. Smile, he has a, had a very accomplished seven-plus major league season career. He is known for the joy with which he plays the game, his stellar defense, and his tremendous switch-hitting ability. It will always be another one of my great disappointments about my Cleveland Indians that he refused to sign a long-term contract with the tribe and was traded prior to free agency. He signed a 10-year, $430 million uh, contract with the Mets, which Cleveland could never have matched. After the two after the 2020 season, but it was a joy to watch him play every day while he was with my favorite team. I will never forget the 2016 postseason when he had seven multi-hit games, 16 total hits, and six hits coming in the World Series. He is a four-time All-Star, two-time Gold Glover, who has compiled career stats thus far of a 277 batting average, 1,170 hits, 184 homers, 581 ribbies, and 125 stolen bases. That projects out to a very solid career, and possibly even Hall of Fame career, if he uh, can play for several more years. Trevor Story was also pulled, and he's also a uh, shortstop who has had a solid seven-year major league career thus far. He's currently the shortstop second baseman of Boston Red Sox, and he also played previously for the Colorado Rockies. His first career hit was a three-run homer, and then he hit another homer in his next at-bat of that same game to become the first major league player to hit two homers in a season-opening game and be the debut of their professional career, or I guess their major league career. He later became the first major leaguer to hit homers in each of his first three major league games. He also holds the major league record for most homers in his team's first six games of the season with seven. His career stats thus far are very similar to Lindor's with a .268 batting average, 174 homers, 516 ribbies, and 113 steals while making two All-Star games. And finally, Trey Turner was pulled, another shortstop, and he's currently the shortstop for the uh, Philadelphia Phillies, but he has yet to play for them because he just signed a huge contract with them in December of 2022. He's had a solid major league career uh, thus far, 
Um, and he had played previously with the Nationals and the Dodgers. He is one of the fastest players in the majors, being clocked at 22.7 miles per hour at least twice in 2016. He also is tied for the rec- He also is tied for the record for hitting for the cycle the most times in a career with three. He is a two-time All-Star and two-time NL stolen base leader who won a World Series with the Nationals in 2019. Thus far, compiling career stats of a 302 batting average, 124 homers, 434 ribbies, and 230 stolen bases. So I thought it was interesting that three uh, shortstops that uh, have had similar um, lengths of careers and have very similar and very solid and and potentially Hall of Fame type numbers, if they can do that, probably for another, you know. 14 years or so, which of course that remains to be seen with injuries and so forth. So that's all for this time. We'll talk to you next time. All right. Thanks, Kurt. We always appreciate you uh, doing all that research uh, for the Kurt Facts segment. Now we're going to head over to YouTube and uh, open up the pack of 2005 Tops cards. So uh, head over to YouTube and check it out now. 2005 Tops. Here's our pack. It's uh, white with some red and blue in there. It's got a-Rod on the front of it, Alex Rodriguez, and Topps is in red, 2005 baseball cards in black, Major League Baseball, 10 cards, packs with a relic card contain 8 cards, so I guess if you get a relic card, they're a little bit thicker, so there'll only be 8 cards instead of 10. This is Series 1, um, silver on the back. Um, the These type of packs were not the wax pack anymore, I still call them wax packs, but they're sealed now. Um, trying to be tamper-proof. So let's go ahead and open that up after we tell you that Adam Summers won this pack of cards, unless it's something I want to keep, and you'll get some other wax packs. Uh, So cards from the episode and wax packs. So thanks, Adam, for your support. Appreciate it. Episode 102 is yours. All right. Open her up. See what we get here. See if these are stuck together like some of these newer cards that are kind of glossy. No, not too bad. Man, they're in good shape. Very good shape. All right, so here is what they look like. They say the name of the player on the right side of it, a little different. So this is Jeremy West. And then on the left side says the name of the team, Boston Red Sox. Um, And it actually has their last name, it looks like, at the top. That's different. So last name West, and then their full name is on on the side team name on the other side and then the bottom it says 2005 first year so this is a this is a uh, looks like this is a different type of card maybe it says first year yeah it says first year cards so um 2005 first year red Sox, and then tops and gold down there at the bottom um I, i'm thinking there's going to be some other ones that don't say first year on them so this guy is uh had a first year card here Jeremy West. In the back, it says a little bit about Jeremy. has his stats from the year before. Um, looks like it's just one year before. I'm trying to figure that out. Yeah, so far on most of these cards I'm looking at. Uh, it has all the particulars about them, which way they throw, how um, much they weigh, how tall they are, where they're from, where they're born. Um, and a little bit about tops at the bottom. Jeremy West. All right, never heard of him. Next, we have Chad... Blasco, and again, this is a 2005 first year card. I'm looking, I'm seeing a bunch of those. Maybe they're all like that. I see some that are different. 
Tops first year for Jeremy Blasco, or I mean for uh, Chad Blasco. Next we have a 2005 first year, yeah, first year for Ian Kinsler. Ian Kinsler, I think that might have been one of the rookies we were looking for. Ian Kinsler, pretty cool. Next we have a first year, 2005, um, Sean Marshall. So maybe we're just getting a bunch of rookies, just happen to get lucky here, because I don't know some of these guys anyway. Brandon Moss, I've heard of him, he looks so young. Red Sox first year, Brandon Moss. Here's an insert card, and Alfonso Soriano, it's not his rookie. I don't believe that year. No, because that would have it would have said that because he's great. Sensational second baseman, sporting news all-star, Alfonso Soriano. So we got an insert card. It looks like a sporting news, uh, like the front of the magazine with him in action on it. Pretty cool. It tells a little bit about him on the back. Um, oh, and I didn't say this, that the uh, regular base cards have a white border on them. Um, here is a, yeah, this one doesn't have the first year. So this is Steve Traxel. And the only difference is, and I'll show you the difference. In the cards, if it's a first year, I guess it's kind of like their rookie or their first tops card. If you look at the bottom corner, if you're looking on YouTube, you can see one corner says, by my, my right finger, uh, it says first year, 2005. And this one with Steve Traxel, or is that his name? Yeah, Steve Traxel doesn't because it's not his first year card. That's the difference. Okay. Uh, next we have Carlos Guillen. Just a base card of Carlos Guillen. Again, not a first-year card. Doesn't say that on there. And Gabe Kapler. And then we have another insert. So we got a, we got some first years and insert sporting news. And this is one called Grudge Match. So that's pretty cool. Corky Miller versus Sammy Sosa. It says Grudge Match at the bottom has pictures of them kind of facing each other. And then on the back it has. GM 10 is the number because of grudge match 10, which makes sense. It says, um, as if the enduring rivalry between two of the National League senior franchises was not enough, Miller's first name is bound to get Sosa's attention. Now in the same division, the teams have batted in more than 2,000 games since 1890, with the Cubs holding a 1,033 to 1,005 uh, advantage in wins entering 2004, so it's pretty close. Um, I don't know why in the world... They'd have Corky Miller, of all people, versus Sammy Sosa. Probably just because of the cork. <laughs> cork in his bat. Miller's first name. That's got to be. He's bound to get Sosa's attention. Makes sense. Like, he's known to cork his bat, I guess. But it's funny. It's Corky Miller's is nothing against Corky. He's just not very good. And they'd have him in the same picture with uh, Sammy Sosa. So it's got to be because of his name, the cork bat thing. All right, so that was a, we got a couple uh, pretty cool. We got a couple inserts there in that little pack of ten cards. Um, but check out those world uh, cut signatures, those world treasures cut signatures. I think you, um, if you like history, you'd think those were pretty cool. So, all right, we're gonna go finish up the episode. Thanks for checking in on the YouTube side. All right, remember you can contact us in the following ways. Our Twitter handle is at Ripping Wax Packs. Our email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is Ripping Wax Pack. And on YouTube, just type in 
AV's Ripping Wax Packs to see the part of the podcast where we rip open the pack for the podcast. Remember to check out our other podcasts. CVs tend to check out a music podcast, which is out now. It comes out once a month. And we are always looking to promote veterans charities. So contact us to learn more about donating to veterans and their families. And uh, thanks to Curtis always for the Kurt Facts segment. This has been AV's Ripping Wax Packs podcast. This is Aaron Vaughn. Thanking you for tuning in. Have fun. Be safe. Love one another. And keep God first in your life. Have a good one.